Alrighty, it's me. Hello, it's me, like Todd Rundgren said in his famous song. It's Friar Phil and the Friar Phil Show. Welcome to our initial podcast, our first podcast, and um, I hope you'll tune in uh, for many, many more as we progress. Okay, um, we started with a little bit of, <coughs> excuse me, a little bit of music from uh, Heart. That was Barracuda. I don't have an intro, a proper intro for the show yet, so um, I've either got to make one or my my real wish, if I could have anything I wanted, is um, Paul Rindell, who produces the Ben Woods show and does an awesome job. By the way, I've watched him while I've been in the studio do the show, engineering and producing the show, and it, it's just amazing how good and talented this young man is and he's very talented putting together um anywhere from little breezers to uh intros to promos he's good at taking sound bites or what are called drops like for instance the drop of me he used a lot is uh wing ding whatever the fuck his name is that's a drop. He's great at putting those things together. And I just wonder what it would, <laughs> excuse me, wonder what it would sound like. My voice, let me apologize for that. It's been working pretty good, but it goes out some of the time. I've been battling laryngitis for like about two months now. And it's, it's I'd say it's ooh, 60 or 70% better than it was. I can actually talk <laughs> so long as I'm not hitting high notes because the higher registers of my vocal cords aren't working yet, but now this part is working. All right, I want to start off by talking to you about the podcast and uh, just what I plan to do on the podcast and why it's going to be a little bit different from every other one that's out there. I took a look around uh, the internet and uh, Padre's Twitter and saw a lot of great podcasts that are out there that talk about the Padres, uh, talk about the minor league teams, uh, a lot of fantastic podcasts out there that do that. And I didn't want to repeat that format that, that other people do so well. It was would be pointless, I, I think, to sit here and discuss oh, the Padres and the team and the intricacies about it like, like a couple of the podcasts I've checked out do. So I'm planning on doing something different. First of all, I wanted to do a podcast because when I record the videos on Twitter, it only allows me to record for two minutes and 17 seconds. Sometimes when I'm on a good rant, I can't get the whole thing in there. I've got to self-edit myself as I'm doing it. So I thought I'd create a podcast so I can come on the next day or that same night and do a quick podcast and finish the rant and get it all out of my system. So that's one reason I've started the podcast. Another reason is there are loads and loads of people that belong to the Padres Twitter. 
I mean, the turnout last year was fantastic for the four o'clock, four o'clock, <laughs> fourth, fourth inning meetup. Lots of people, lots of great people. So what I thought was I would go ahead and do a podcast where I'm interviewing uh, different people from the media that are, you know, well-known names and people that belong to Padre's Twitter, like Zach Mann. I want to interview him. He just recently put up a video saying, we're coming for your ass. That's right, Zach. We're, we're coming, coming for, for your, your ass. ass. <laughs> and and I, I really enjoyed his video, the passion in it, and, and what he did. And, of course, I've got that on my Twitter. I linked that up uh, just yesterday. So, anyhow, where was I going with this? There are so many good people on Padre's Twitter, and I want to start interviewing some of them. This is going to be a weekly podcast. I'm not going to do it every day. I'm just going to do one a week. And um, hopefully I can get some good guests from Padres Twitter and from the uh, sports talk, sports, <clears throat> excuse me, world in San Diego. And in fact, I've got one for you next week. The one and only Stephen Woods from Ben and Woods will be joining me on the podcast to chat about himself so you can get to know him a little bit better. And um, by the way, we're doing these podcasts via the phone for now because, um, well, that coronavirus has just stopped everything and you've got to be safe. We've got to be safe. Even Ben and, and Steve broadcast from, uh, what is it, Ben's parents' back house in the backyard it's like spare little guest house and they're broadcasting from there not from the studio the only person in the studio is paul because he's got to operate the board and uh and uh produce the show so we're doing all telephone interviews so if you're interested in being on the program and you were worried about having to come to the radio station or uh, having to come to my, my uh, house where I'm producing and doing this and sitting right now. Uh, no worries about that. For the near future, it's just going to be telephone interviews exclusively. Okay, and with all that being said, let's get started. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about me and my history with radio and uh, how I made my debut on radio when I was six years old. What happened was I had gone fishing with my father, and then the next evening, I forget, yeah, it was dark, so it was the evening we went to the, the county fair, and back then, this was, we're talking 1969 or 1970, uh, radio stations, you know, local radio stations would do remote broadcast. So there was a fellow, <clears throat> excuse me, fellow on the air named Gene Pelk, and he wanted to put me on the air. 
And he asked me, you know, what are you doing with your summer vacation? And I told him in my six-year-old voice, uh, well, I, I went uh, fishing with my dad. And then Gene asked, well, uh, did you catch anything? And my six-year-old self looked straight at him and my mother said I had this most serious look on my face and I said, diarrhea. Needless to say, my mother got lots of telephone calls about that uh, initial appearance on radio. But after that, I was fascinated with radio and this guy, Gene Pelt, invited me to come up to the studio and hang out, you know, as, as a kid. It's just awesome. And he educated me at six and seven years old about the radio business, about, you know, what the equipment was. Uh, let me push some buttons, you know, for like the cart machines, the cart, <coughs> excuse me, the cart machines back then when the, you played commercials, it was on a thing that looked like an eight track tape. I think it was a two track tape. So they were called cartridges, carts, and that's where your commercials live. So you put them in the machines and you had like three cart machines where you could use so you could segue into the next commercial. Uh, that's old time radio, you know, before, uh, computers came along and that's what I worked in when I worked in radio and did, uh, a couple of uh, radio stations in my, uh, early twenties. It, uh, was, uh, a, a really good experience. It was music radio. It was, I think better than today because you had turntables and you had records and it took a little bit of creativity to know, you know, what song you're playing on uh, the one turntable and what record's going to be good on the next following it. Nowadays, the computer picks the order of the songs and you just have to uh, sit back, <laughs> I guess, as a DJ and just watch the computer do its work and come on and talk for a little bit. So I'm, I'm not disparaging anybody that does music radio now. You still have to do a job, you know, that, that is similar to what I did back in the 1980s um, in some ways. So that's what I did with radio, music radio, radio prim primarily. Now, during the... Uh, Bush administration, I, and into the Obama administration, I was doing an online podcast, and it was a political podcast, and no, it wasn't conservative, I'm not a conservative, I would say I'm like, left of center would be a good description for me, but that being said, I don't like politics being brought into Twitter and Padres Twitter. We're all equal Padres fans as far as Padres Twitter is concerned, in my opinion. We're all just Padres fans when we're talking about Padres baseball or if we're meeting up at the stadium. It doesn't matter if you're straight or gay, Republican or Democrat. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter because I, I feel like that keeps us all together as a, as a family 
in a sense, and as baseball fans, as I hit the microphone. And uh, that, that's one of the beauties of baseball. I think it, it brings so many different people together. And when it's the game time, you know, there's no thinking about what this other person is or could be. It's a dude that's sitting next to you that's enjoying the game and rooting for, hopefully, the Padres for the three hours you spend at the ball games. So, um, with that little preachy bit there, <laughs> I uh, did a podcast and was fairly successful. But then I got tired of politics. I really got tired of it. And I started doing sports and baseball. And I decided I've had this Twitter since 2011. I decided just to start using the Twitter and creating a, a new personality and 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 uh, persona for myself online, and it had to do with baseball and Padres because I love baseball. I first went to a baseball game in 1969 with my father at Shea Stadium. It was the playoffs, and yeah, it was the miracle Mets playing with Tom Seaver and, and um, oh, so many great names from that, that Mets team back then. That was the first ball game I went to, and I was hooked after that. The stadium was fantastic, you know, in my eyes. Again, as this was around when I was six years old and a kid, it would just it amaze me. It was a huge place, you know, for a little kid to see. And I just fell in love with baseball and that atmosphere. And from that moment on, I always wanted to watch baseball, I'm told. And, of course, as a, a young uh, person where you're more aware of what you're asking for and uh, what you have done, you know, as far as, you know, recalling it from you know, your later years, um, I would always put baseball as priority and watch it first and foremost. And back then you could watch it on the TV for free, by the way. That was back when things were free. But it was also back when the players didn't get paid very much. Now we've got players that get play, paid astronomical sums of money, which is so goddamn ridiculous, but that's another podcast for another day. So I, I fell in love with baseball, and I thought I'd do a baseball Twitter. I created the character of Friar Phil. And I, I call it a character because with the videos and stuff, and I'll explain a little bit more about them in a little bit. With the videos, I, I'm playing a character in a sense. I'm Friar Phil. The rest of the day, I'm Phil when I'm here at home. And I'll get into that in more detail in just a minute. But first, I want to uh, share a little story with you about the Friar Phil name. From time to time, I get uh, direct messages or an email saying, uh, well, listen, yeah, I don't understand this. 
how can you be on those videos and using that kind of language when you're a priest? Or I get called a pastor or uh, a monk because they see the word friar. They don't understand that, that the Padres, the Padres, the San Diego Padres, their nickname is the Friars. So that's why I chose the name Friar and Phil because my name is Philip. And that's my real first name. Friar Phil came into being. So that's why and how I picked uh, the particular name I have right now. Um, the Friar Phil character, let me talk about that a little bit more too. A lot of people message me as well and worry about my health, that I'm going to have a heart attack or I'm going to you know, lose my mind and go crazy. You know, that they're, they're, they're coming, coming to take, take away. away. Yeah. No, that kind of thing. When, when I do the real heavy-duty rant videos like we had last year where something would really piss me off during the game and I'd go off, they worry about, you know, me being okay. And I can assure everybody that I am okay after the videos. They run two minutes and 17 seconds. That's the max I can do on them. I do it. I get it out, I bitch, I rant, I cuss. But then when I'm finished with the video, I go back to being my normal, more sedate self here at, at home. But a lot of people think that I go around raging all night long. You know, if there's something, it's a night game and I do a video or even a day game, you know, they think that I do a video and I get upset and I stay that way the entire day, raging all over the place. Someone even suggested, <laughs> and this was funny, somebody suggested I get some anger management tr treatment. Anger management. As if you're not supposed to be angry when your team does stupid ass things, huh? Or if you've got a dumbass for a manager, Andy Green. I wasn't a big Andy Green fan. Not at all. So that's a little bit more about the Friar Phil character. And like I said, he is a character. It's me. But in some senses, he's a character. He's a character when he goes on to you know, the, the radio. He's a character when he's on video. He's Friar Phil. And I hope <laughs> I didn't confuse anybody or anything, and I hope it makes sense what I just said. But um, that's the long and the short of the Friar Phil character. Now, this, this is going to be a shorter podcast today. I want to wrap up uh, what I've been talking about by talking a little bit about the Ben and Woods show. What great guys I mean, I was nervous as hell the first time I was invited up to the studio to go on the air with them. I wasn't nervous because it was going to be radio and I'd be in front of a microphone and talking to, to thousands of people. You know, I, I was used to that when I did radio before and when I did my podcast, that was political. I was nervous because I was meeting uh, people that were personalities in, in 
my mind. I mean, Ben Higgins, I see him on TV doing sports, and then here he is sitting in a chair opposite me, and then I've got Stephen Woods to the left of me. And, of course, Paul, you know, who, who produced the show when I was there, and, and he's still doing a great job producing, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. I saw all those people, and I was, like, well, amazed and a little bit starstruck, but then I got comfortable because the, the, these guys are just such great guys. They're uh, down-to-earth. Ben isn't as stuffy as Woods makes him out to be. He's a really good guy. And uh, Paul is is really easygoing. And like I said at the beginning of the program, he's really, really a talented young man. Uh, and then there's Stephen Woods, who, by the way, will be my guest next week on the podcast. So you'll want to tune in for that because we're, we're going to learn a little bit more about him, uh, you know, his career in radio, how he got in radio, how he got into sports radio after doing music radio for a long time. And we'll talk a little bit of Padres baseball, too, as well. All right. My voice is giving out uh, on my Twitter account. Uh, where all the information about me is. I've got the link to my little Friar Phil store with the t-shirts and stuff. They're still available this season. So um, I'm thinking of uh, donating the money to do a cause. And I don't know which cause I want to do it with, but donating uh, at least 50 cents of the profit of the purchases of the t-shirts uh, for this short season, but I'll fill you in on more about that in coming podcast. All right. Thank you very much for listening. I don't have any exit music <laughs> either. So just hum or something and, uh, imagine me waving bye-bye. Thank you for listening again and have a great day and do be safe.